Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Kyle with your sneak peek at next week. Episode number 474, where Drew and I will be talking about comics originally releasing September 12th, 2018. But before Drew and I get into what's coming out in your local comic book shops this coming Wednesday. Drew, I don't think we have any numbers or anything to talk about from the previous month from Comic-Con, but we got some stuff from listeners. Yeah, Aaron Churchill wanted to share some news. Uh... Uh, the the question is, is, did Marvel cancel Moon Knight? The new solicitations are out, and there is no Marvel or there is no Moon Knight two hundred one in there. Uh, so did they go ahead and give it the axe after the anniversary issue? Um, probably. <laughs> <laughs> that would be classic Moon Knight fashion. Yeah, yeah, and um, I appreciate that they held on as long as they did, and. I I don't know that we'll get another one for a while, but you never know. They dusted them off every once in a while. I've, I've enjoyed this volume a lot, so if it's the end, uh, it was fun. I hope it goes on indefinitely. But Does it seem like the storyline would wrap up in a couple issues? No, it's just no, it's just a lot of little stories, and this is just a kind of a forgettable arc it's on right now, but it, it's good. I enjoy it, but it's nothing, mm. nothing special, and it's not like... Anything amazing that need that's going to uh, put a pin in the character or anything? It's just more more Moon Knight stories. Gotcha. So we'll we'll see. Um, I just read Moon Knight one ninety eight, and when I was flipping through the letter column, um, our boy Wolf is in there. Nice. Wolf got his letter in uh, Moon Knight one ninety eight, which is pretty freaking cool. There you go. Um, and the uh, Bemis says, oh, "Man, that's a cool name," <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was kind of nice. Um, so yeah, that, that that's so six degrees of separation. It's like I got my letter in. Back <laughs> in uh, Aaron Churchill also says, "I'm not sure if this is your thing, but you might want to make a note of it uh, for the podcast coming next week." Rick and Morty. Versus Dungeons and Dragons number one is in 3D on the cover. Uh, the wildest, rarest, most eye-poppingest cover for the crossover event of the year. Limited to 500 of the ultra-rare 3D cover. Each cop- copy comes bagged and boarded with a certificate of authenticity and a pair of 3D glasses. Oh my. Yeah. I don't think this is going to be FOC available. I'm guessing this is going to be direct from IDW. Yeah, something like that. I think I saw them on eBay too, or maybe pre-orders on them. I think I forgot to. I forgot to have Eric add the uh, issue two, so I'm going to have to get a hold of him and see if he can add that cover B for issue two. I forgot to get a hold of him for FOC. Yeah, I did. I got mine. You demand. If you want, I can order for you from now on. Uh, it'd probably be better for both of us. <laughs> Uh, we've got a new comics publisher. Uh, these people are called Vox Day, and they have announced a Comics Gate imprint. So they have bogarted the Comics Gate tools of the internets and have <laughs> ca- are capitalizing with an imprint. So here's a publisher to steer clear of because they're probably awful, awful people. 
Uh, let's take a glance at the old FOC. Of course, so FOC, when Drew and I talk about that, that's final order cutoff. This is your last opportunity to get a hold of your LCS and order these books to come in uh, day and date on their diamond order as they would a normal previews order. So this is kind of your last opp- opportunity to have it in your pool box. This looks like uh, August order codes for stuff that is uh, going to be released in December. Um, some of it is in now. Some of it's November. Some of it's uh, October, November, December. But it looks like the bulk is December. Bulk's October. Well, then why is that? Maybe it's just like some long, longer running things. Yeah, I'm seeing I'm seeing original release dates all over the map. Uh, on mine, so when you order an August book, you typically say two months. Yeah, you'd think, right? Mm-hmm. It's a it's a strange mix back in here. Anyway, in Dark Horse, what are we seeing? Umbrella Academy Hotel Oblivion Number One. I haven't done anything on the Umbrella Academy, so I don't know that I'll be jumping on now. Death Orb is uh, Ryan Ferrier. Oh, okay. The guy from the did Dave. Yeah, exactly. And Marvel's Secret Wars Battleground. And they describe it as a fast-paced manga-style action in a road warrior setting. Oh, nice. Anything in DC? Oh, well. Feast your oh, eyes this- on Catwoman oh. number four. The B uh, cover for Catwoman number four is an art germ variant that is beautiful. Like, and, like how hard have you looked at this? I, I, I glanced at it. It looks pretty nice. But, but like, just look at all the stuff in this. So, like, check it. You look at it, and, like, the ears are broken hearts. She's got the engagement ring around her neck. There's a cat embroidered into her gloves there's a bat in her mask there there's all kinds of like hardcore art germ i i just want to order like 12 of these (laughs) i'm definitely getting a couple yeah um and and yeah it's it needs to be in the collection so yeah yeah, that's a cool one What do we think about these foil things? <coughs> they add any money to it? Are they more expensive? Yeah, they're an extra buck. Yeah, then I don't like it. I mean, we did lenticulars for an extra buck. That's true. And again, are these a thicker cardstock? Are they guaranteed 9.8, essentially, like uh, your lenticulars were? I don't know. That beat cover for uh, Batman 56... Got a really nice Nightwing featured on it. Hey, very nice. That Matina? How do you get Matina to do Nightwing? Put him on Batman. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. So, Batman blank comics. Are these blank pages on the inside with, like, that, that have, like, uh, the... Division of the 
panels. Celebrate 24-hour comics day with Batman Blank Comic. You can write and draw your very own adventure of the Dark Knight on this 16-page comic, which features uncoated 80-pound paper, the same stock used on DC Blank variant covers, that's ideal for drawing on. Oh, okay, so it's just blank pages. Yes. Literally blank pages. Yes. So you draw the panels and everything. Probably probably one of the better Batman storylines. Heyo. Wow. Sorry. Wow. Easy. Terrible. Easy. Who else is doing blanks? Is it just Batman? I think it's just Batman. Because 24 hours. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. So who's that appeal to? Uh, artists. Comic artists. Yeah. That's, but I mean, would you really want to work on a small piece of paper like that? Mm-mm. I guess you. I mean, I guess people do. Who's doing the Harley Quinn? Is it Cho? Oh yeah, that's nice. Yeah, that is nice. John Boy Myers on the. Nightwing Blah It's just okay Yeah Nothing Su- Superman's doing a blank Wonder Woman's doing a blank As well Something's going on with Justice League number 9 Variant edition The Drowned Earth we don't get the drought the the third copy. We don't get either of the copy or either of the art yet. What on the Jim Lee version? Yeah. What about the main title? We get the cover A, yeah, but not the B or C. Interesting. Yeah. <coughs> oh, I really like the. Uh, Red Hood uh, B cover. Those have been really nice. Lately. Yeah, they have. Has been putridly on that one. They've been very nice. Have you read? Been reading them? I picked up a couple. Buddy of mine made me pick up some. And how's it? it it's who, interesting. There's cool. It's you, not Love Dell anymore, right? No, it, it's got a a little bit more edge to it, which is how you, how we like the uh, the Red Hood. Yeah, it is Love Dell. I don't know why I said no. Oh, it still is? Yep. Superman 4 variant's a cool-looking cover. Who's doing that? I just clicked off of it. Oh, okay. Uh, Adam Hughes. Oh, well, yeah, he's kind of good. I mean, but, it, I mean, look at the cover. It's pretty cool. It's it's uh, it's neat. Is that the one with the planet? Yeah, Daily Planet, and then just a little bit of Superman up top. Yeah, it's kind of nice. Superman is also doing a blank comic. By the I way, said the, that. I said that and Wonder Woman. Oh, sorry. And uh, they're two ninety nine, so you get them for dollar seventy nine. So at least they're not gouging you on the blank book. Yeah, since there's no ink on it. All right. Anything in IDW, brother? No, I don't think so. 
There's, we're starting with Star Wars Tales from Vader's Castle. Is that a we're weekly or something? It looks like it. We got issues one, two, three, four, and five all coming out. Uh, it looks like consecutively. Uh, it looks like we have five release months in October, and it will be one each each week. And they have ten copy incentive covers, and Frank Avia covers. Yeah. Huh. This exciting weekly series explores the hidden corners of the Star Wars universe and features Rebel stars here, uh, Kanan and Chopper, Obi-Wan Kenobi, and Count Dooku, Han Solo and Chewbacca, the Ewoks, and of course Darth Vader, all under the shadows of Vader's castle. Mm. These are all creepy stories by fan favorite writer Scott, or Kevin Scott, with art by the greatest talents from across the galaxy, including Derek Charm, Kelly Jones... Chris Finaglio, Corin Howell, Robert Hack, and Charles Paul Wilson III. <coughs> well, if you look down in image, uh, we got that Fiona Staples Blackbird number one B cover that was part of our spec bundle last time. Yeah, cover B spec bundle. So if you missed that, you still have a chance to FOC it. Yeah. Also, there's Aaron Boys. Uh, that was part of the spec bundle. And Eric Larson. Juke Joint. And Juke Joint was. So they all came out the same week. Do we plan it that way? They do not come out the same week. Yeah, they do. All 10-3? Yeah. That's dumb. That's dumb. Looks like we got so multiple covers for Spawn two ninety. Matina and McFarlane together again. <coughs> I think it looks mostly McFarlane. -y. Whoa. Your Sienkiewicz cover for Walking Dead 184 is not black and white. Is that Princess? Yeah. yeah. Well, have those? Have they all been black and white? I think so. They've all been shades of gray. That's for darn sure. Hmm. All right, down to Marvel. Who's the action figure? Klaatu. Ah, Klaatu. I'm mm. not finding anything that speaks to me in Marvel, unfortunately. I'm, do, do we care about Superior Octopus number one? I don't know. I mean, that's kind of cool. <coughs> I mean, I liked Superior Spider-Man with Doc Ock, but I don't know that I, I'm interested in this. This is Christos Gage instead of um, Slot. Instead of Slot, right? Yeah. 
tend to like villain-centric comics, though. Yeah, me too. I dig them as well. What do you think about What If coming back? Uh, I mean, if they come up with, with some some uh, good What Ifs, sure. What if Peter Parker wasn't the one bitten by the radioactive spider? What not, if it was Flash Thompson? Not a great start. Nope. X-Men Black Magneto. I'm intrigued. It's Claremont this time. Yeah, we haven't had a Magneto book for a while, and we both enjoyed that last one. We loved it until it got railroaded by events. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And it is a J. Scott Campbell cover, A. On Magneto. <coughs> if that's it in Marvel, um, there's a Battlestar Galactica Zero issue that's only 35 cents. <coughs> from Dynamite? Yeah, from Dynamite. Uh, is this? It says Battlestar Galactica Classic Zero. Does that mean the original like '80s series or whatever? I would assume, yeah. I don't remember that. So, so they're what thirty-five cents a piece. Yeah. So if I order a hundred of them, that's thirty-five bucks. Yes. So why is the one hundred incentive forty dollars? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Hey. I don't add shipping and actually think about the logistics of things. I just... It's <laughs> <coughs> a really good call, Kyle. Way to do the math. Uh, Lone Ranger is relaunching. Oh, wow. With a slew of covers. All, all red and Frank Avia and Cassidy. All doing covers. <laughs> Your girl Rainbow Bright. Putting uh. a new, new issue out. A lot of covers there as well. Now, are we doing like a gritty take on Rainbow Bright? <laughs> I don't think so, no. No, never mind that. <laughs> That'd be awesome. We're doing a, a yeah a very Sailor Moon uh, Rainbow Bright it looks like maybe not interesting. All right, anything else in Dynamite? No. Action Lab brings us Albert Einstein, Time Mason. The Lollipop Kids looks okay. Yeah. The Aftershock book. Ripley's Believe It or Not. Interesting. I don't remember that in the solicits. I missed that one completely. Howard Mackey, Fox Cavanaugh, Dale, Metam, bunch of people. It's an anthology. 
about the Ripley's Museum. Hmm. Okay. And I think that's about it for me in FOC. Yep, nothing else for me. So that concludes our FOC, Drew. You want to head over to previewsworld.com, see what's coming out next Wednesday. Let me save my order before I... Sorry. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to forget that art germ B cover that I didn't pre-order. Yeah, because we didn't see it. So let's head over to previewsworld.com. Pick September twelfth, twenty eighteen. Hit that table view and Drew. Let's start where we always love to start. Let's see what we got in image. Ooh, a new beauty. Always get excited when the beauty comes out. Such a good series. Yeah. Wicked looking cover, eh? Uh, let's see. Warren Ellis and Jason Howard doing Cemetery Beach. If you like trees, same creative team. So what do they mean by impact variant? I don't know. Because it looks like it's a homage cover to ASM 300. Or not ASM 300, but ASM something or other. Hmm. I missed that email. I don't know what the impact but impacts in, are. In my mind, not very well drawn. Something's going on with that left leg in a way that's weird. And it's the <coughs> only impact variant this week. Yeah, I thought I saw impact variant before, but I wasn't paying near enough attention, apparently. Yeah. Interesting. Weatherman issue four. Second printing of a natural number two. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, it was a cool cover. Continuing to sell through. Hey Kids Comics number two. It appears they have not given us the uncensored because both things I see look the exact same. That was an interesting book, man. Not what I expected. Oh, yeah? Really a kind of a scathing look at the comics industry from its beginnings to now. It covered a lot of ground on that first issue, so I'm really excited for what the second issue is going to be. Hmm. Yeah, we got 1975. Is that what MCMLXXV is? Yep. So why don't I just call it 1975? I don't know. So hard. Can't do Roman numerals. That's why I put it in my Bing search and hit the button. Did you? <coughs> yep. <coughs> Are we sponsored me, by Bing? Is that, is that why you didn't Google it? I'm always sponsored by Bing. I uh, reap the benefits of Microsoft Rewards, so I uh, exclusively use Bing. <coughs> okay, I didn't. I don't know what that that means, but that means cool. I, I I do daily searches with Bing and daily things with Bing, and uh, they pay you. I cultivate it into uh, Xbox currency, so I get like three free games a year. Oh, yeah. wow. And what does Google do? Sell my personal information. So <laughs> True. Yeah. Which I'm sure Microsoft does too. <laughs> <laughs> Oblivion Song by Robert Kirkman, number seven. Does anybody care about that book? I like it. Well, starting a new arc. I think it's good. New story arc for Rat Queens 11. 
Does anybody care about that book? No. Not even you, the biggest fan. I I was like, all right, Owen Gianni, let's do this, and uh, and it just wasn't enough to keep me. It's they didn't just, do it. It's not Rock Up Church. No, it's yeah, and it hasn't been since the first arc. All right, let's see what Dark Horse has to offer. Uh, it has the Mystery Science Theater 3000. I think this could be something. Um, they have a fan base that might Absolutely. seek this out. And uh, I think this could get gobbled up and under-ordered. Yeah, especially that cover B. We talked about seeds number one. Yeah, I don't think I read it yet though. And David Aha on art, I know, I know, I didn't either, but uh, I recommended it, and I'm gonna say I recommend two. And the Sentai writing. All right, Drew, let's head on down to I D W. Transformers Unicron number one. And you know what Unicron is, right? Unicorn, Unicron is the planet that is also a Transformer. Okay. Uh-huh. See, I know uh, what I'm talking about. I know you do. Yep. Oh, look at that art germ B cover for Catwoman again. <laughs> so we're going on to DC, and Drew is looking at cover B for Catwoman number three. I assume you were done. I was. I apologize. Okay. So you're getting that over your girl. Oh, I get them both. There you go. But I jumped off the getting them both. And now I got to jump back on. <coughs> Just like that, he's been brought back in. Yeah. House of Whispers, number one, from Nalo Hopkinson. Um, an all-new corner has been added to the Neo Game and Sandman universe, and you talked about in previous weeks that you don't know if it's where you are in life, but Sandman just ain't doing it for you no more. Right. And I'm and yeah, the, I I glanced at the dreaming. It didn't pull me in. I don't even know if I'm gonna bother with House of Whispers. Who's doing it? Nalo Hoskinson now. I doubt it. I I'm I might take a flip through it, but I don't have much faith in in that hooking me. Well, you know what I got faith in though? A new Scooby Apocalypse. Oh yeah. <coughs> Issue twenty nine. Things are just heating up off the rails. Cool stuff. One of my favorite Jenny Frizen cover bees for Wonder Woman 54. That's nice. All right, Drew, let's head on down to Marvel. A lot of Ghost Rider variants. Cosmic Ghost Rider variants, of course. I, I learned from watching the Wolf Warner report that Wolf's a big fan of these Cosmic uh, Ghost Rider variants. Picked up a lot of those, he did. Iceman number one, we're doing it again. Sinna Grace gets another shot. <laughs> I know. 
I don't think anybody read that book. Uh, but this time we've added Bishop. Does that sweeten the pot? Not for me. <coughs> Very curious about the numbers for Fantastic Four number two here. Mm -hmm. Very curious for the, you know, Fantastic Four number one numbers as well. It's supposed to be huge. Marvel Rising Omega. So here's your uh, girl power book, right? Ember, Miss Marvel, Squirrel Girl. Yuck. The cover's terrible. Doesn't, not for me. Probably for somebody, but not for me. Did you read that web of Vinam? Mm-mm. Man. It good? Yeah, it was cool. It's really cool. Ah, the uh, True Believers Jessica Jones alias Bendis number one. It's a nice one for a dollar. And then the Luke Cage one's nice for a dollar. Those are books I know that I, I do not have in my collection. Well, heck, you should have ordered those, man. But I guess it's really not that big of a deal to go pick them off the rack for a buck. Yeah, for a buck. Alright, anything else in Marvel, my friend? No, no. Let's head on down to Dynamite. Nancy Drew's been fantastic. The first three issues were great. Looking forward to the fourth one. Anybody who read Hardy Boys <coughs> and uh, those books back in the day, it has a really cool vibe. That is it. All right, Boom Studios brings us Welcome to Wanderland, number one. It is OIG by Jackie Ball. We know her from Goldie Vance. Yeah. Which I liked. Yep. But it's uh, going to be a big old pass from me. Four issue series. What about Low Road West? Uh, Philip Kennedy Johnson and Flaviano on art. Uh, it's the aftermath of a nuclear first strike. Left the East Coast uninhabitable. Five teenagers are being sent west away from the wreckage that was once their home. We like post-apocalyptic-ish. We do. We do. Looks pretty good. And, and we like road trips. Yeah. Well, you know. Maybe we like to stand. <laughs> Anything else in Boom? No. No, that's pretty good, though, for them. All right, let's go look at our other publishers, our Archies, our Aftershocks, uh, our Black Masks and such. I read the preview for Archie 1941. It was in the back of the last regular Archie, and it was nice. It was a good read, uh, the preview pages I read. So um, I think this is worth checking out. It's just, if you like Archie, it's Mark Wade doing the writing. So it's gonna it's gonna be the same story, just a different setting. 
not the same story, but the same style. Mm-hmm. And uh, just in a different setting, different time period. And, of course, it'll work. I think Archie definitely works back there. Yeah. Uh, really nice cover E. By Lepresti? Mm-hmm. It was cool. <coughs> Blood Realm number one from Alterna Comics. So that means Drew knows all about that one. I don't know all about it, but I've ordered it. Good because enough. I buy them all. <laughs> Read them later. <laughs> and there's my beloved crossed. Plus 100 Mimic number five is out. Man, they really gouge you for those goofy covers, man. Even the standard cover is still six bucks, but. It's a double-sized comic, but man, that still hurts the wallet. Alterna, in their traditional shipping out books all the same week, have Ex Ilium number one. Aspen has Delic, which must be, which is actually a second volume, so (coughs) there must have been a first volume of Delic that I don't yeah. remember. Dino Saucer's getting a second one. We missed that one. We talked about it at one point. Disposable Legends number one is a six issue married from miniseries from T-Pub by Terry Mayo and Lucas Romero. Sci-fi cloning story. Your friends at Boundless Comics are doing a lot of Fifty Shades of Grey homage covers for their different things. <coughs> Is that the Helena? Too hot for TV. We got Lookers and Jungle Fantasy and all that stuff. So now that we think Moon Knight is uh, gone by the wayside... Um, wait, I misread that. There's Moon Maid, number one, from American Mythology Productions. You think you can just pick right up there where you left off, Drew? I'm sure they're totally connected. But that, yeah, that A cover does look like it's Moon Knight inspired. <laughs> and then from Aftershock, we have Moth and Whisper, number one. Jen Hickman on art, Ted Anderson writing. Everyone knows that the two greatest thieves in the city are the Moth and the Whisper. Very few know that the Moth and the Whisper disappeared six months ago, and then nobody knows. And what nobody knows is that the new Moth and Whisper are actually one person pretending to be both of them. One supremely skilled but uncertain young gender-fluid thief, Nikki, the child of the Moth and the Whisper. You lost me at gender fluid. <laughs> Why? Okay, we've got Poser number one from Waxwork Comics by Matt Miner and Clay McCormick. 
Long thought to be an urban legend in the underground music scene of Redondo Beach, Poser is back to carve a gory slash through the heart of Los Angeles South Bay. Ew, it's a wicked cover. Rags number one is an Antarctic press written by Trent Luther with and Brian Ball. <coughs> um, a terrorist attack at the border of California unleashes a devastating zombie plague across the state. One of the survivors is a troubled former U.S. military Marine Corps veteran Regina Rogowski, who seems has only has her bikini in order to fight with. She also has an assault rifle, sir. And a bikini. And a bikini. It says in the solicit that she's searching for pants. <laughs> Does it say she's looking for pants? Yeah. Wrong Earth, number one, is from Ahoy Comics, uh, written by a slew of people, including Grant Morrison. And it uh, is Biting Superhero Satire rarely works but <laughs> go back to that well one more time might try it again <coughs> all right drew this is the point of the podcast where i for your pick of the week what's the one book worth heading to your shops snagging up and putting in your collection for later you know i'm thinking that mystery theater 3000 might be the one that it might be the the hot book underordered uh, a lot of demand for, and uh, people might want to want it. Very good, very good. Um, I'm going to say the B cover to Catwoman 3. You're going to want to have this, and then you're going to want to pair it with 4. You're just going to want to have these uh, art germ variants. And a shout out to 1975, number one from Image. Excellent. Anything else, Drew? Nope, that'll do it. Alright, it's the point of the podcast where I say thank you for joining Drew and myself as we run down your comics originally releasing September 12th, 2018. If there was something in this ragtag bunch of comics that we missed, please feel free to drop us a line and tell us um, what we missed, why we missed, why it's a good book to pick, or if you do not agree with me that that Catwoman number three cover B is a book to grab and hold on to, please drop us a line and let us know that. As well for Drew and for myself. See ya. Third time's a charm. <coughs> oh, yeah.